Hi, and welcome to Series 2, Episode 8 of the Tuesday Epilepsy Club, How to Explain Epilepsy to Others. How many of you have had to explain your epilepsy to others? Or how many of you have had to explain one of your loved one's epilepsy to others? It's a complicated business. Um, the good news is, is that people are asking about it. I have a lot more people asking about my epilepsy now than I did 20 years ago, which I take as a good sign. I wanted to point out that I am much more confident about my epilepsy now than I was 20 years ago. And it's quite interesting reading Fits and Starts. There's a quote from Fits and Starts which says something along the lines of, in reality, I was asking people to come to terms with my epilepsy long before I had come to terms with it myself. And I think that's really, really important at this point because I was I went through the whole of university and possibly, I think, in reality, up to around 25 without any kind of idea, really, of what epilepsy was. Uh, I got it from one day to the next at the age of 15, literally six weeks before my GCSEs started and my days my days just, you know, ended. My life changed from one day to the next. And it, it wasn't tragic. It wasn't awful. Nothing like that. It was just changing. University, where for everyone else, it was this wonderful experience. For me, it was not because I wasn't drinking. I wasn't taking drugs. I wasn't. So I was just studying because I enjoyed it. And quite frankly, I couldn't take part in anything else. But it was, it's trying to explain to others what epilepsy is. And that's the most difficult part. Epilepsy is the most stigmatized disease after AIDS. When people think of epilepsy, they think of the tonic-clonic fits that you see in the films. Now, I do have those tonic-clonic fits um, where you fall to the ground and you froth at the mouth and quite often... Um, uh, you know, you end up with horrible injuries, um, you vomit afterwards, bleeding from the head, um, stitches somewhere, all those kind of things. But actually, throughout the day, about 20 to 30 times a day, I have very small seizures uh, where I lose my words. Um, I have ataxia. I have a loss of memory. I have just small things, which I suppose people who don't know me very well might just suddenly think, oh, I'm not quite sure if I know what she's talking about. Uh, I'm guessing maybe she's, okay, she's making hand movements. Sounds like, means to, I, I got it. Okay, I, I'm sorry, I don't know what she's saying. You know, but people who know me really, really well sort of say things like, okay, soft chair, sit down, it'll pass. I'll give you a glass of water. We'll just wait for it to pass. And then you can talk afterwards. Whilst I'm sitting there going, da, 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 nothing's coming out. But the point is, is that trying to explain epilepsy to others can be really, really complicated because some people, when you explain epilepsy, they're fantastic. Um, I've had people recently when I've tried to explain epilepsy to them, when I've gone in and 
said something along the lines of I I I I oh I just they just sort of said I recognize that that's epilepsy I've got that and you just sit there thinking oh oh god okay fine I just feel okay I okay okay I'm just going to relax now no problem I'm not going to have to explain anything at all but there are 40 different kinds of seizures I mean, so many different kinds of seizures, nocturnal seizures, day seizures, small seizures, absences. I mean, the different kinds of fits are phenomenal. So you're constantly having to update the different kinds of fits that you might have um, or you might hear about. But the point is, is trying to explain to someone who doesn't know anything about epilepsy is really, really complicated because you're asking them to learn about a brain disorder when they don't know anything about it at all. And why should they know anything about something which is quite complicated? Um, You know, you're trying to explain to them about, I don't know, well, suppose you're trying to explain to them about things like computers crashing and then reloading and surges of electricity and on and on and on. But none of it all ever really seems to work. And usually they just stare at you quite blankly and say, okay, uh, are you going to die? And it's just the next question I always get. <laughs> it's like, not today <laughs> is my answer usually. Well, the point is, is that, you know, you do feel alienated with epilepsy. You can certainly feel very, very alienated with epilepsy, but, the whole point of doing the Tuesday Epilepsy Club was that there were so many different people who had this. And, you know, I was trying to usher everyone in together so that we could all talk to each other with blogs and chat groups and 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 webinars and all the rest of it. But it's it's really, really difficult to explain to someone who doesn't have epilepsy what epilepsy is. And why shouldn't it be in the same way that it's complicated for anyone to complain to um to explain an ill an illness when you don't have it and it's it's a really really it, it's constantly readjusting yourself and and trying to explain to them about the tiredness and the nausea and especially because so much of epilepsy is an unseen disability and i think that's where it becomes really, really complicated, um, where people just look at you and say, well, you don't look sick. And so, well, I don't look sick today. But, you know, if you'd seen me three or four days ago when I had two black eyes, um, or you'd seen me a month ago when I had a fractured rib, then maybe you would have seen something slightly different. But yes, as a whole, epilepsy is an unseen disability. And that's where it becomes a little bit complicated trying to explain to others exactly what epilepsy is. I think the best way to explain epilepsy is just become completely and utterly measured about the whole thing and just be really, really platonic about it and know that there are groups out there like the Tuesday Epilepsy Club, which will help you and get you through it with lots of other people who are in exactly the same situation. And that's where things start to change. It makes a huge amount of difference when you know that there are other people who feel the same and are exactly the same situation. And I think 
that's the thing to remember. And you will always, always, always have people who look at you with disdain, either when they do know what epilepsy is or when you have a fit and they step over you and just say, oh, for God's sake, I'm running late for work. Could you just get up already? I mean, you know, I don't have time for this right now. So just hang in there, explain to them as much as you want to explain, but more importantly, be confident about your epilepsy. Be confident about how you feel about your epilepsy, because if you're confident about the epilepsy, then others will see you being confident about your epilepsy. And I think that's the most important thing, is if you're confident about the epilepsy, they can say, well, if she's confident or he's confident about it, then I don't have to worry about it. And I think that's where things changed for me when I was about 25 and I said, okay, fine, enough's enough. I don't want to hide anymore. I'm going to step out from behind the shadow and say, it's not going anywhere. I've got refractory epilepsy. So let's deal with it and start to move forward. So why don't you send me an email and let me know how things have changed for you when you start moving forward like that at fran at tuesdayepilepsyclub.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Take care. Bye.